God's grace and his peace to you from our risen Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Maintaining focus is essential for our daily lives, especially as Christians. We have heard many stories about the dangers of distracted driving. But the dangers of distracted drivings cannot compare to the dangers of being a distracted Christian. Consider in our gospel reading for today, Jesus said to Peter from Mark chapter 8, verse 33, Get behind me, Satan, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. So, a distracted Christian can lose a lot more than a distracted driver. Jesus also notes in our gospel reading from Mark chapter 8, verse 36, For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? So, like distracted driving accidents can happen at a moment notice. So also you could say a distracted Christian could happen at a moment notice. Peter was focused correctly upon Jesus. When Jesus asked the disciples, who do people say that I am? Peter's response was right on the target. You are the Christ. To which we say, amen, gold star for Peter this day. Jesus then continues to explain what will happen in the future. That Jesus will be rejected by the religious leaders, suffer, be killed, but raised from the dead. Now comes the distraction for Peter. My guess is that Peter stopped listening when Jesus got to the word killed. Or maybe Peter just got distracted with his own view of what it means to be the Messiah, and these words of Jesus were not in line with Peter's own view of the Messiah. Regardless what was in Peter's mind, Jesus sorted it out as being the opposite of God's plan for our salvation. And Jesus then called out Peter, but mostly Peter's actions as Satan. Now, how would we react if Jesus called us, or our own actions, Satan? If we were following the mindset of many in today's world, we would be offended. We would turn around, walk away from Jesus. But notice Peter didn't walk away of Jesus, thanks be to God. Jesus notes at the end of our gospel reading from Mark chapter 8, verse 38, For whoever is ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him will the Son of Man also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. So, we dare not walk away from Jesus the consequences are terrible. Peter did get distracted for a moment. But in that moment, Peter's sinful nature took over. And immediately, Jesus had to correct Peter 
in order to save Peter. And this is where the law of God comes in. The law of God shows us our sins and our need for a Savior. Notice the law doesn't show us our Savior. And we don't like it when the law convicts us of our sins. We like to think of ourselves as good people. But the Lord had to correct Peter. The Lord also has to correct us. So for Peter, let's talk about the first commandment. You shall have no other gods. Peter was distracted by some other god, some other agenda, anything but what Peter was supposed to be focused on, which is Jesus and God's plan for our salvation. Isaiah the prophet wrote about the Messiah way before Peter was born, so he should have known these words. From Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds, we are healed. The message was out there. Isaiah proclaimed it. But we, and many others besides Peter, often get distracted from this message. So the message of the church should always be, as verse 31 of our gospel reading has it, And Jesus began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. You see, the suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus is for our healing, as Isaiah noted. Or, as we like to say, for the forgiveness of our sins. For the forgiveness of the times that we do get distracted, which is probably more than we wish to admit. So the church has a very important role. And that's to keep us from being distracted. And this role is to place the message of a suffering Messiah for the forgiveness of our sins in front of us every week. Or if I may add, twice a week during Advent and Lent. If we, Because if we are not receiving this message, we are more likely to become distracted. But is the message that we want placed in our ears every week? Is the message we want placed in our mouths every week? Or are we ashamed of the words and promises of Jesus? As Paul would later warn Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3, For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but have itching ears. They will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. So the Bible has to constantly put this message before us. The author of the book of Hebrews writes this in Hebrews 12, verse 2. Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, 
despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. You see, when we maintain our focus on the suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus, we are following God's plan for us and our lives. This is what Jesus was trying to teach to Peter, and in doing so, teaching us today. Secondly, we also need to keep our focus on the death and resurrection of Jesus for another reason, as Jesus noted in our reading from Mark chapter 8, verse 34. And calling the crowd to him with his disciples, Jesus said to them, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Why do we need to have the death and resurrection of Jesus constantly put before us? Because we need to deny ourselves, that is, our sinful nature. And when we deny ourselves and our sinful nature, we are guarding ourselves against the distractions and temptations. So Jesus warns against following the worldly cares and the desires that divert our attention to what truly matters. Jesus himself describes it this way in Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Just as a reminder, first commandment. This is what distraction is all about. Keeping our eyes focused on Jesus or something else. It's like having another God, so to speak. By maintaining our focus on the cross of Jesus, that can help us resist the temptation and remain faithful to him. And this is why the Lord's Supper is the perfect way to end the divine service. Because in the Supper, we receive the fruits of the death of Jesus, which is the forgiveness of sins. Or as Paul puts it this way in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 26, For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Yes, the most important part of the service, divine service, which is to keep our focus on Jesus as we are about ready to leave. There is no better ending because maintaining our focus on Jesus is essential for our daily lives. And Christ Jesus gives of himself in the divine service so that we can keep our focus on Jesus. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. And the peace of God, which surpasses all our understanding, will continue to guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.